Abby. Welcome to the on-call room. Thank you. You too. Where people sleep around and... Uh, and sleep. sleep, Literally sleep and (laughs) sleep around and... And record podcasts. Yeah. Uh, hey everyone. It feels good to be back. It really, it feels so good to be back. Uh, everyone, hello, welcome, and thanks for listening. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay, we're gonna get right into the good stuff right away before we chit-chat. Yeah. About (laughs) shit-chat. So, um. I just opened another bottle of wine. Perfect. Feel free to pour. I'm going to, yeah. Okay, so guys, first of all, you know where to find us on iTunes, which you're hopefully on at the On Call Room Pod. You can also find us on uh, Instagram at the On Call Room Pod. And I just (laughs) made no sense. (laughs) And and, no, no. Patreon.com slash the On Call Room. Yeah, if you want to um, co-host, if you want to have access to bonus episodes, or if you want to be a part of the conversation in the Facebook group. Or this new thing that we're going to announce. Okay, so we're finally thinking that maybe we're a little bit legit enough to sell... Wardrobes! Wardrobes! And we're not talking... Talking about Narnia. (laughs) Or a day, I was going to yeah. say, our sponsor that no one uses. Um, we are talking about our own fucking Beyond Call Room swag insert. What's up, motherfuckers? Yeah. So, basically, we thought of a fun idea. And, I don't know, I like to wear shirts of things I'm passionate about. And so, we want you guys to have the same. So, here is the deal. To give you a visual, because hopefully, maybe by the time you hear this, if not a little bit later, there'll be an image on our Instagram and our Facebook group uh, where you can see what this actually looks like, but we will describe it to you. Yes. Okay, so there are two options, a t-shirt and a tank top. They are both so soft, they feel like... um, Heaven. Heaven. They feel like heaven. Uh, They're not like that thick, nasty cotton gildan of t-shirts you wore in high school that like... Yeah, you sweat in them, you're trapped... Uh, so breathable, they're, they're breathable bre- fabric, breathable, but not, um, not like that material your dad wears, like no. all dads wear, you know, to, those are the worst. Those are the absolute worst. So anyways, um, and it's not Lululemon and it's black because it's black. let's be honest guys. No one wants to wear anything but black. No. So it's a, okay. So we have a black tank top and a black t-shirt. The black tank top is very cute and a little flowy. Yeah. Leave some room. You can be a little sexy and not wear a bra mm-hmm. or you can wear a bra. You can work out in it. You can do whatever. And the t-shirt is black and soft. And in, <laughs> in in white text, it says, we don't know the order yet. It doesn't matter. It doesn't but, matter. Will you say it? But it says, Gray, Yang, Karev, Stevens, O'Malley, Bree, Abby. Yes. And on the back, it has our little logo, the on-call room. Yep. In like small, discreet, like enough yeah. that people ask a question about it, but it doesn't look like you play for our soccer team. Yeah, um, yeah it's not like, you know, like... The chief, although that'd be cool. Chief. <laughs> chief on the back. <laughs> or, uh, yeah. Um, so we love that idea because, A, if you're just a Grace fan and you, I mean, other Grace fans would see that and probably not even get to the bottom. Yeah. And know that they love those characters. B, it's very on trend right now. Everyone is making t-shirts like this. Yeah, we're following along. Yeah, and C, our names are on the bottom, which is funny. It is funny because we're pretending we're interns. Yeah, which we are at life. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so here's the deal. If you want one of these and you are not a patron, you need to email us at theoncallroom at gmail.com. Let us know you're interested. We will send you the order form and the information about when it's due and all of that. If you are a patron, check the Facebook group. That is the, uh, it's the On Call Room Listener Squad yep. on Facebook. And if you're like, what the fuck is a patron? Um, go to patreon.com slash the uncall room and you need to pay $2 a month only. Yeah. And you can get access to that Facebook group and then you can see all the stuff there. So we will also be doing a giveaway on our Instagram this month sometime. So keep your eyes peeled for that. We're going to be giving away a, one or two of these. Yeah. Um, um, and all of this is in response to September 30th is um, National Podcast Month. So yes. we decided to extend it through the month of September and do something fun for our listeners. Um, and that's to give away some Sweet swag. Sweet swag. <laughs> yeah. Also, Brie and I needed a new tank top. <laughs> yeah, mostly. And so we're going to wear them, and they're going to have a little cut in the side. You can tuck the front in. You can yep. put them 
wearing with high waisted. Like Abby said, you can work out in it. Yep. Or you can sleep, sleep in, in it, it, and then you'll you wake up. Can have foreplay in it. You'll wake up and one tit will be out. Yeah, and then you're like lover will be like your tits out and you'll be like yeah you want to have sex and i'll be like no your breast smells because that's real life yeah and all the time you'll be thinking of us yeah you'll be thinking of us. uh but yeah we'd like, love to enter the bedroom with you <laughs> we love to enter the bathroom with you whatever yeah. you want us to the enter gym with you yeah your car yeah work yeah i mean whatever. we already are penetrating your lives with our love and talk and every talk. week. So why but, not into your closet as well? Exactly. And there are t-shirts that they're like the unisex sizing. So if you're like, you're like me, my I've actually my aesthetic is like a men's large t-shirt is the perfect sleeping with just underwear. That's yes. what I like to sleep in. What do you like to sleep in? Um, it depends on the weather and it depends on my drunken state. Oh, okay. Um, so sometimes like baggy sweatpants and like a big t-shirt, sometimes baggy sweatpants. <laughs> And, like, a tight, like, tank. Sometimes leggings. If I came back from the bar and I was wearing leggings and I just take my bra off and claw, or, like, climb into bed. Um, With just leggings and no top? No, like, and, like, oh just, like, you're, just take my bra off and then, like, oh, have that top I was on. picturing, like, like, you're, like. But maybe I, if I'm that drunk. You take like, everything off except yeah, just the leggings. Except the leggings. But mostly my favorite thing is nightgowns. I love nightgowns. Okay. I Do you wear underwear? Them. Uh, it depends. Is this TMI? No, no, it, it does depend. Actually, I was just thinking about that, like, yesterday, that my mom had this friend, um, grow, like, when I was growing up, like, one of my mom's best friends. She was single, and she was so lovely. She was actually my confirmation sponsor. Okay. And she would talk about how growing up, like, her mother always told her that, like, you It needs don't, to breathe. You don't wear underwear. To yeah, my mom exactly. told me that, too. And so, like, she'd wear nightgowns to bed or whatever. Or, like, shorts. But just, like, you wear underwear all day. So she was actually just slutty. (laughs) Just kidding. I didn't mean that. I take it all back. She's my confirmation. I wish I could edit it out. And slutty is fine. (laughs) Yeah. um, Oh, no. But I was always, like, weird about that. And then I got in a really big phase where, like, I would, like, not wear underwear. And then, like, wear shorts or whatever to bed. Or a nightgown. And now it just, like, it just depends on how I feel. Like, I don't have one way that I always go. Um, sometimes I don't wear underwear with like jeans. Like if I don't feel like it, I am, I just like, I really don't care. Yes. I'm pretty much always to bed. Sophie shorts that are like, I could never fit into a size small now, but they were ones I got freshman year of high school and they've stretched and grown with me. Mm -hmm. The seams are literally ripped on them, but yeah, I always wear those without underwear and then like a comfy baggy t-shirt. You know what? Another big one of mine is like a baggy t-shirt or tank. And I wear, um, like, I have numerous pairs of uh, men's underwear that I wear. Oh, I like that. Like, um, boxer briefs or, like, the the briefs. Yep. Not, like, yep. boxers. Right, but right, I right. just I actually bought myself a pack of men's. men's Hanes briefs that I like to wear to bed. I love it. Should we make underwear? Yeah. Underwear is great. Uh, our sponsor is MeUndies or whatever. <laughs> Wait, it's not. Yeah. But it should be. Uh, yeah. I um, have a pair. That's why I sleep in. They're like boyish ones. Yeah. Anyways, um, so that's the t-shirt tank top situation. Follow us on those platforms and you'll learn more. Yeah. Um, okay, you have a story for me. Okay. So, well, I have a couple stories. I'm going to start with my story about coming home from work today. Yes, please do. So, just finished the whole 30. Um, but still trying to like maintain eating in that way. So it's a lot of cooking and it's a lot of grocery shopping, but figured out like a pattern of just like doing like meal planning and grocery shopping on the weekend and then um, like prepping breakfast for the week, whatever. Um, So did that this weekend. I went to like Trader Joe's and Aldi and like went to all these like in the farmer's market, like all these things and like planned on making um stir fry tonight and i get a text from john that was like hey can you pick up more cauliflower the cauliflower you had is like pretty much rotten because i bought it last week and we never used it but i didn't check it so i'm already irritated not at him but i'm like fuck like i went to a million different places yeah yeah like could have gotten it from the farmer's market and i was like yeah i'll pick some up on the way home so 
I'm driving home and I'm on Fulton and um, there are like these kind of three main roads to get home and one of them's Michigan and it is closed for construction right now. So everyone is on Fulton. So already <laughs> I'm like irritated, like I'm stuck in traffic and I can see the grocery store I had family fair, which is hell. And, but I'm like, it's on my way home and I'm yeah. just going to go to hell and go yeah. home. <laughs> and I'm like, just like inching along, like I'm, I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. Finally, like weave my way right lane in <laughs> and I walk into the store and I look at the checkout section. It's right when you walk in and there are like a gajillion people. Oh no. And I like, a, like let out a laugh. It was like, <laughs> this can't be real. Um, I was like, I literally just need a cauliflower. Right, so right. like I marched to the back and I'm like, by the time I get back up there, like we'll probably have cleared up a bit. No, I get back up there. There are like two lanes open with probably 15 people <gasps> in each lane. And then there's, like, the counter lane where you can get lotto tickets and cigarettes yeah. and stuff. And I'm like, well, I just have a cauliflower, so, like, I'm going to get in that lane. Still, like, or line, I guess. There's still, like, a million people yeah. in that line. And then all of a sudden this lady is like, um, okay, we're, like, we're going to move this whole line to lane oh, one. No. And I was like, <laughs> just like, no. And then this person like showed up behind me before that happened and was like, I'm behind the lady with the cauliflower. And I was like, <laughs> like me? And Ooh, me? And he like would not stop talking to me. Like kind of oh. one of those people who's like talking to himself, but, but obviously talking yes, to me. Yes. <clears throat> I'm just thinking to myself, like, family fair is hell. I'm in hell. This is terrible. <laughs> yeah. Why did I stop here? Why didn't I go out of my way and go to Meyer or DW? Yeah. So then, like, this lady opens up the lane. The one of the, there are, like, two women in front of me at this point. The one woman, like, rolls her cart over. And then the other woman in front of, like, directly in front of me is like, well, I need, like, and she's like, oh, yeah, no, I got you. Like, and pulls her up to the counter, but we all shift this other lane. And no one shows up to check us out. So the woman in front of me now is, like, <laughs> looking at me, and I just start laughing, like, really hard. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like, what is happening in here? Well, this is all happening, someone else strolls in, and she's on her phone. She's like, nah, I just got to work. And I was like, what is, yeah. like, this is terrible. And then the guy is still talking. And you have one cauliflower. I have one cauliflower. And the guy. <laughs> I'd steal it. Worth it. Dude, the guy is still talking to me, and I'm texting someone. Um, my friend Josh, John's like best friend Josh, uh, Steph's boyfriend, shout out Steph. I text Josh and I was like, cause we joke about this family fairy lives right yeah. by it. And I was like, FYI, don't, don't fucking come to family fair right now. All of Grand Rapids is here. Um, <laughs> the whole city. Like, the whole city is here. Finally, this woman walks up and then she has to set her water bottle down. She has to like log in. <laughs> and then checks me out, whatever. I just leave and I was just like, oh my God. So then I go to leave the parking lot and I go to the light and I'm like, no. I'm not going to take fault and I'm going to go straight through this road to go up to the next road. The light turns green, but like there's so much traffic that people are in the middle of the intersection, like in dead stop traffic. I finally get through and I just drive through and I just start screaming. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Monday night and I was like that was the stupidest thing ever and that was today that was today and I like came home to John and I like threw the cauliflower down and I was like what the fuck <laughs> like I just got home like a half hour late to buy a cauliflower, a cauliflower which is not even full of calories no it was so dumb it's just air it was just like I I do this to myself all the time I hate that grocery store and but I'm like go I'm gonna there. go there out of convenience but it's never convenient no it would be so much you gotta go to D&W to just go to convenience D but just like yeah just bop out of the way yep and like I get it like I try and be a patient person like it's not any of these people's fault that they like don't staff this place or they should start selling cauliflower at grocery or at gas stations because that's the true convenience well I almost stuff. went to Martha's but I was like oh, I'm yeah. not sure if they have cauliflower Ooh. And I was like, I don't want to go all the way up there because then I have to like seriously backtrack to any type of grocery store. Yeah, we're kind of in like the mecca of no grocery stores. Yeah, so they just opened that one Bridge Street one that I yep. want to try. But like even that is like out of the way. There's just... D&W, man. 
The D and yeah. W is the best. You pay twice. You pay for three cauliflowers for one, but it's fine. Yeah, it's so expensive. Oh my god, that kind of story. Like I feel uncomfortable hearing it because that is what I hate more than anything. Yeah, and then the lady was like, "Do you want a bag?" I was like, "Fuck no, just like give me my fucking cup." Honestly, I like, just carried it what out would under have my happened arm. If you would have thrown a five dollar bill on the table and walked if out. I would have had cash, I think I honestly would have done that. You'd be like, like "Hey, I'm taking this cauliflower. Yeah. Thank you. Goodbye." Yeah, like I they keep the change. They couldn't have been mad at you. No, it was like everyone in there was just kind of like looking at each other, like, <laughs> "Why are we here? And what is going what on? What is happening?" Yeah, and and also, I think I was even more irritated because I'd done the intense grocery shopping this yeah, weekend. Yeah, you, you'd put in your time. I wonder if that was happening at the same time my hard drive crashed. I don't know because also I went to Trader Joe's this weekend and I got behind. There was one person in front of me. I am not exaggerating. <laughs> I waited 20 minutes to check Why out. Why didn't you move Because forward? there were so many people oh, there. Oh, because you're going a weekend. I went on a Sunday afternoon and there were so many people and I picked the shortest line, but she had like a fucking huge <laughs> cart full and the person checking her out took days to- like talking to her about recommendations, how yeah, is she cooking I, it? I was like, oh my God. I like looked to my right. It was like eight people have gone through that line. Why didn't I choose that <laughs> line? Like- I I feel very blessed that I grocery shop during the week, during the day. Yeah. Because, I mean, when I'm in Trader Joe's, there's like eight lines to choose from and no one in them. Well, so John's going back on night soon. And he would, before we were living together, he would grocery shop in the middle of the night, you know, like, or like at 6 a.m. when he gets out of work. And he's like, no one's in my or whatever. And I think I'm just going to like Venmo him cash and be like, here's a grocery list. Like, you do it. Yeah. Because I have Weekends are the worst. Because I have done it through the whole 30 every single weekend, and it's it's starting to wear and tear on me. <laughs> is, it is taking up 16 minutes of the podcast. That was 16 minutes of the podcast? I mean, probably like 13. It was uh, worth it. Yeah. Um, I don't want that time back in my life. I don't either. I want that time back in family. Fair. <laughs> yeah. I you would, never can. No, I know. that That's gone. That's, Yeah. You will forever have wasted that much time. Um, I have another story. What is the theme? Um, It's about a purchase I made and then trying to return it. Oh, perfect. Go. Um, So I went to this thing called East Town Street Fair this weekend. You can't return things from Street Fair. Right. So (laughs) I... um, It's like a... I was going to say it's like a street fair. (laughs) (laughs) It's like this fair on a street. It's like a farmer's market for things. Like, yeah, and they have, like, music and beer tents. Yeah, yeah. And, like, they have... It's like an art fair. Yeah, yeah. Or a craft fair. Yes. You know, and so they have vendors and shit. Um, and, like, little Etsy tents mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, and so there were a lot of, like, cool things. And then I got to this tent that had a lot of air plants and, like, little oh, tiny, yeah, like, yeah. Um, like holders for air plants and little things you could put in, t- like, in, like, whatever. And everything was, like, range. Like, the prices were around, like... Three to seven bucks or okay. something, you know? And so I gather three things, like a little sign that was two bucks, um, a little, like, plant holder, which was five, and then a plant, which I assumed was, like, f- four. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I'm handing her my card, and she's like, that would be, like, twenty seven sixty, And I was like, that's weird. But I, like, didn't question it, and I, like, gave her my card, and I walked away, and I was like, kind of weirded out. I was like, why did I just spend $27? Uh, yeah. Go to the beer tent. I start drinking my <laughs> beer and I pull out my stuff and I realize I bought a $20 air plant. I was like, that's not a thing. Like, <laughs> it looks exactly like the one I showed Abby. My, it was, <laughs> the, I was like, this has to be mismarked, whatever. And so I just kept like, complaining about it to all my friends i was like i just bought a 20 dollar yeah. airplane like i can't like i can't spend 20 like i bought a peace lily for 20 dollars right an right airplane whatever i was like i'm gonna kill this thing in like a week um it's like, like literally lighting 20 bucks on fire so i finally gained the courage and i was like i gotta go back how many beers time. till you gained the courage uh like two okay perfect yeah and i was like i gotta go back so I go back and I had um, some friends come with me and like stand outside the tent. They're like, worst thing that happens is she doesn't let you return it and you stand outside their tent and scream, airplant for sale, $15. <laughs> yes, perfect. Um, so 
I go up to her and I was like, hey, I'm really sorry. I don't, you know, that awkward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, but I didn't realize I was purchasing a $20 plant and I just can't, I don't, I, maybe yeah. we can. And she was so nice. Oh. She was like, oh my God, yeah, no big deal. We have like two of them that are 20 <laughs> bucks. And I was like, they had like a million Did of them. Did they look different? It was a tiny bit fuller, but not much. Maybe it was a different kind of airplane. Yeah. And I didn't yeah. realize. And then she, she was like, the only problem is, is like, did you use a card? And she's like, it's offline. I don't know if I can like refund you. And then she's like, oh my God, I'll just give you cash. And she just gave me 20 bucks back. And then I just paid her like four bucks for a different airplane. Okay. And then we were like, okay, bye. And then I had cash. So I like spent it. Spent it. So- <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Like, I saved $16. Yeah, but didn't because no. I just spent the cash. <laughs> Do you know what you spent it on? Um, I bought a Planned Parenthood t-shirt that says I stand with Planned Parenthood. So it was a donation to okay, them for Okay, okay, that's bucks. good. I bought a little like art thing for eight bucks. Um, and so you got things. Yeah, and then I got some like drinks. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, so it was fine. How much money have you spent since Whole30 ended? Like my whole page. <laughs> Because we, like, went out to eat and stuff. Yeah. We went to a rooftop bar. Yeah. You speak on that. I've done a lot of talking. No, it was just that it was fun. I felt like... This is dumb. I will hang out with you sober all the time, but it was like you were always, like, staying in. Well, yeah, because it's not fun to go out. No, and so I felt like... I felt like it was Christmas when we got to hang out on Friday. I was like, so many fun things. Yeah, like we tried to go get our nose rings changed. Yeah, which we should make that appointment. I was going to go today, but I want to go without you. Yeah, don't go without me. I won't. See, I knew better. Yeah. Um, I was sad you couldn't go to the street fair with us. Tell me about the silent disco. Oh, my God. Yeah, so guys, then I like go into my old establishment, Billy's. Establishment. <laughs> and where I used to work. And It's a bar named Billy's. It's a bar named Billy's. And I get a cocktail, and I was like, no, actually, I got a beer, not a cocktail. Um, And I was like, let's go out in the back. I think they have a beer tent going back there. And so we all walk out there, and there's, like, this, in this, like, shit fucking parking (laughs) lot in the back of the shit bar, there's this tent set up with this guy with all of these super expensive headphones. Headphones. And I, I look at him, and I was like, is this... He was like silent disco. I was like, oh my God. Like, I've always wanted. Did you have to wanted- pay? No. <gasps> I was like, I've always wanted to do this. And he was like, well, we're almost done. So, like, pick up a headphone. And it was already tuned or whatever. Because some, you know, they have different, like, yeah. different DJs are going. But it was just the one guy. So, like, so he's actually it- DJing right there. Yeah. So I put it on. And the song that was playing was Get Me Bodied by Beyonce. <gasps> Get me bodied. Man. And it was so body? much funny. But then he just funny so much fun <laughs> but then he mostly played, played like the cha-cha slide and like uh cupid shuffle and like it was dumb it could have been a lot yeah, cooler yeah yeah how do you but feel about people that do them on their wedding i think it's great honestly it was like it was a blast and then like it's a little more intense like having it directly played and like looking at people and not, like knowing you're dancing to the same shit right and then you take it off and you're like and it's silent or, like, you know, there was a street yeah. fair going on or whatever. But, like, I want to do this for my birthday party. That'd be so fun. To have a fucking silent disco. Well, I always think about... I've always wanted to shoot a wedding where they do one. But I think it's... In, except that I'd have to wear headphones or else I'd feel left out. But uh, I think it's interesting because then you can still have, like, cocktail music playing for the people that don't want to be dancing. Yeah. I don't have any problem with it. That's hilarious. I've I'm always like, I think it was either Natalie Portman or Hilary Swank. I always mix them up. Um, just had that at their wedding reception, like yeah. a couple months ago. I'm so jealous. I've always wanted to try it also. So I'm thinking about maybe like, like renting a DJ for my birthday with like seven of us doing a Couldn't silent you just disco. somehow like rent the headphones and then yeah, someone I would think would he would just DJ. DJ? Right. He's not actually DJ. Like he's not, I feel like he's MC or he's not like mixing or was he? No, no, he wasn't. So he's just like literally playing playing songs, songs right? But, but he's want- he can't listen to. Them. But I've always wanted to go to like a silent disco where they have like four or five, and so yeah. you have different channels. Yes, where you can be like, let's I don't find like this one. Song. Yeah, it seems so. Like, I would love that. Like doing that with like five of my friends in the 
back of Billy's. of Billy's in a really shitty parking lot, if that was a good experience to bad music, imagine being in a huge bar where yeah, everyone, everyone has, has them up. on. Imagine taking them off and just looking around at everyone. Well, that's what I did a couple times. And you like, they were doing the cha-cha <laughs> slide and they were like doing one stomp and like I couldn't hear yeah. it. And I was like, y'all look like a bunch of bitches. Like, <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. Oh, I really want to try that. Yeah, we should do it. Uh, what's going on with do you? it? Um, I feel like nothing. I had the weekend of nothing, which is what a lot of people have, but I don't usually. And it was very refreshing. Mm-hmm. Like on Sunday, I I woke up, I got out of bed early. It was ten thirty. It wasn't early. I like made coffee. I put on. I washed my face, but put my glasses on, and I just put a sweatshirt on. I was like, I'm not changing today. Mm-hmm. And cleaned out closets. And sat and watched movies. And like never put on makeup. Never took my con put my contacts in, just, like, had a weekend. Which is nice. You've been needing one of those. And then, oh, we watched Shameless, because Shameless started back up. Oh, Which makes yeah. me feel like fall, that, like, my is, TV shows are back on. Is that, is this the last season? They haven't said that. It's Emmy Rossum's last season. But oh, I yeah, don't yeah. know if the show will probably, she's only in, like, half the episodes, I think. Okay. So, I'm bummed about that. But, and then I went to go lay in, down in bed, but I looked on my phone, and there was, like, a Q&A with the Shameless cast live, like, on the, mm. so I sat and watched that. I thought it'd be quick. It was, like, an hour long. And you just so I watched it. that and I couldn't turn that off because with live it's like well I want to minimize it but I can't and when you're you can it's crazy like when you're watching something on your phone that how many times you try to go to another app but then it shuts off yeah that you realize how often you multitask yeah on your phone like do multiple things at once because I could only watch that I couldn't do anything else yeah you and I was getting scroll through Instagram and I was getting bored because yeah. I was only doing one thing and then I had a whole existential thought about like whoa how am I bored doing one <laughs> thing and then I went to bed and then I woke up and today was I like Mondays but it was fine yeah so I don't know and then I watched this episode today versus I watched last week's last night and I like didn't have any thoughts yeah, I didn't really either. Um, I watched them both in a row, so we'll see how that goes. I forgot um, until just this moment that we have to talk about this episode. So did I. I honestly thought we were just talking about our lives, like, <laughs> for the rest of the night. Like, I could probably keep going. I bought fall decor. <laughs> like, I really like your dress. Thank you. It's just a little tank dress. I know, but it's cute. Um, um, Bria's Gourds talked about that last week. Time is stopped because Time we're recording is, two in one night. Yeah. Um, a little more wine? Oh, sure. What uh, kind is this? Sponsored by? Winking Owl. Oh, a different winking. Or is it the same? Um, I think it's the same as we had last week. It is. <laughs> wink- <laughs> the bottle's right here. <laughs> last week as in an hour ago. They don't know that. They think. I know. Okay. I really like this, actually. Yeah, I think it's smooth. <laughs> Super smooth. So do I. I've actually been, I was looking forward to tonight. But not anymore. (laughs) I was looking forward to this. Now I'm hating it. (laughs) Well, I was really stressed when we left because I, my hard drive crashed and all these things. And Jake was like, Abby, he's like, go have fun. You do this because you like it. And and like, he was like, you laugh, remember? And I was like, I know I definitely sensed it. When I, I sensed you. it. So what I thought, listeners, Abby and I had a conversation. Like at the beginning of this, we said we're only going to do this oh, as long as we're having yeah. fun. Like the minute it becomes like something mm-hmm. that is a burden and um, or impinges on our friendship. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like breaking us down as humans. <laughs> like we're not going to continue it. And I felt, I sensed that a little bit tonight, but I've definitely felt that way before too, where it's like. Oh my, like, for the, in the beginning of the podcast, I always went to Abby's and now Abby has come over here like weeks yeah. in a row. And I know like in the middle of winter, there's have been a couple times when it's been a Monday it's like, I've worked all day and, and it's I'm like, like a I don't, fucking snowstorm. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want to fucking like leave yeah. my house. Yeah. But every time we get together, yes. it's like, once you start, it's just so good. Um, but I definitely sensed tonight that you were like, life is happening right now. And I'm like very stressed out. And I like don't need to do another thing tonight. But then I actually was appreciative of you because I felt like last time we did this, I think, well, I came over here. I don't know what it was. You were like, or did, yeah, you didn't come to my house. But I can sense when you're also in like a yeah. mood and then I try to be overly like, 
what can I get you? Like, yeah, you know, yeah. But I, I appreciated that you sensed that in me. And then when I got here, like, I have wine. Yeah. Like, you do, what do you need? And I was like, this is what I needed. You just, we both, what happens if we're both in that mood? And I think then we just drink more and have fun. Like, we'll get over it ourselves. Yeah. But. Yeah, I think we're just getting really good at sensing each other. And everyone, so that is the lesson in life is just, like, fucking listen to your friends and, like, read between the lines. Because everyone doesn't have great days. Right. And we... Abby and I both have really bad days and we still put this fucking podcast out. <laughs> yes, we do. Also, we hung out like, well, I already, this weeks ago now, but like, and I was like, it's weird to hang out, not about, but we talked about the podcast. I know, but like, we haven't hung out and not like, no, you've been so busy on the weekends and right. the only time, which this is the first year we've consistently hung out. I know because of the summer podcast. I know. So the trick is, everyone, you just need to do a project with me. <laughs> yeah, and I will commit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or um, just you can't do another podcast with people. I'm gonna. I don't want to do any more podcasts <laughs> <laughs> except this one. Also, also, Abby and I were like talking on the phone the other night. And I was, like, kind of having a crisis of, like, what is my life? What is yeah. this? And I was, like, and we're doing a Grey's Anatomy <laughs> podcast? Like, what the fuck are we doing? And Abby was, like, I think about that, too. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm always, like, people are talking about podcasts. And then I'm, like, oh, I have one. And then, like, it's a Grey's Anatomy <laughs> one. Instantly, they're not interested. Yeah. But you know what? All of that to be said, like, when I have those moments, I think about how great our community is. Oh, my God. Right. And, like, we, last week, we had this wonderful conversation with Melissa. Yeah. And, like, just, like, cool, lovely people who, like, love Grey's Anatomy, but also just want to talk life. And then I'm like, oh, like, I settle again. I'm like, yeah, it is a Grey's Anatomy podcast, but also it's allowing us to like reach other people yeah. in the country that I would never have spoken to. No, we talked to Roz who's in like the UK. Yeah. Like just bizarre. And I truly feel like some of them are like my soul sisters. Oh yeah. And also people just posted things in the group and already there's like a bunch of comments. Like it's very active. Yeah. Oh, what did I like die? I just need to do a little shout out to Rex who's in the group. Oh my God. Rex is so funny. I know. I don't know if Rex <clears throat> is a uh, resident. I don't, think he is but i really want him to be because you i want an attending an attending yeah sorry i don't think rex is rex just be an it. attending do it just for a month yeah <laughs> we want to have you co-host but what did he he shared the like rupaul and yanis photo with but he also shared that like take this quiz and then if abby and brie get it wrong i get the podcast <laughs> yeah. and then he wait said, i'm gonna read that i'm gonna read that so funny okay wait what who posted the quiz rex did i think okay no maybe not no, let's look. No, this is didn't. worth the awkward pause while I look for it. Um, well, there's the the Panera. Nope, it's not that one. Is it this? It's one? like the medical. Okay, yeah. So Brie goes. I got one. Oh, someone posted a quiz and they said if Brie and Abby get these right, or if they don't get any of them right, or something, if they miss one, then the podcast is no longer theirs. Brie goes. I got one podcast. You wrote, I got one wrong. Oh, podcast gone. Rex goes, does that mean I own the podcast? Bree just goes, yeah. <laughs> Rex goes, my name is Rex and welcome to the on-call room. We re- relocated to the armpit of Mer- America, <laughs> a.k.a. Florida. Meet the new co-host, Donna. <laughs> and that is when I was like, they get us. Yeah. Like, they truly get our humor. Yeah. That's hilarious. And then well, Sarah Rex has said that Donna is his favorite character <laughs> yeah. of this podcast. And then Sarah, I don't have any updates, guys, but I will let you know when I do. Science with Sarah commented right after, goes, "That was easy. Not sure what that says about me." And someone goes, "That Grey's Anatomy is life." <laughs> so <laughs> I just feel like everyone gets us. Someone just posted just now. <laughs> what did they post? Um, I don't know something about Addison. She doesn't like her. It's an unpopular opinion. Oh. I don't want to put her out for the whole listeners. If you want to know this unpopular opinion, join yeah. our Facebook group. www.patreon.com slash the call room. And just be an intern for a little while. Two bucks. Yeah. Um, thank you to everyone who recently... Um, Became one. Yeah. And we've had a couple of people. So. Yep. Uh, all right. And we are going to get into the episode now. We should probably do that. Yeah. I'm going to do a little pause, get a little break music, fill up your wines. Let's go pee. Yeah, <laughs> uh, bring you like. <laughs> See you soon. Shh. <laughs> <laughs>
This episode of the On Call Room is brought to you by A-Day. A-Day is an awesome women's clothing line that you can find on www.thisisaday.com. They really are amazing. Uh, I wear the Something Borrowed shirt probably four times a week. This Saturday, my mom and I, when I mean four, I mean four because I have two and I alternate them. My mom and I went to a wedding this weekend, like a casual thing, and I called her like before we left and I was like, mom, what are you wearing? She goes, oh, that black shirt you bought me. And I was like, fuck, so am I. <laughs> and we were literally wearing the same outfit to the wedding. We looked cute. It was I wore those um, leggings, leggings to work today. <gasps> magical so um it's technical clothing you can wear it to like work out be casual go to work in um it's part of a capsule wardrobe it is really well made and the company is just incredible so if anything go to uh at this is a day on instagram and check out their stuff and if you want to be featured on it i am sometimes if you want to support us though go to www.thisisaday.com use the code on call room x a day for 20 percent off your first purchase and let us know what you like thanks for supporting us season four episode three let the truth sing sing what sing i, I thought it was sing, sing. Oh, I thought it was C. <laughs> you know, I don't even want to know which one it is. Actually, Doesn't I gotta matter. look it up on Wiki. Can you talk for a second? Um, yeah. So we're at season four, episode three. Let the truth stand. <laughs> Let the truth. I don't. It's. I'm waiting for it to come up. It is. Sting. You yeah. are right. Um, okay, so pull up the monologue. Okay. Can I do it this time? You, you did can. It last time? Here you go. Okay. So, doctors give patients a number of things. We give them medicine, we give them advice, and most of the time, we give them our undivided attention. But by far, the hardest thing you can give a patient is the truth. The truth is hard, the truth is awkward, and very often, the truth hurts. I mean, people say they want the truth, but do they really? The truth is painful. Deep down, nobody wants to hear it, especially when it hits close to home. Sometimes we tell the truth because the truth is all we have to give. Sometimes we tell the truth because we need to say it out loud to really hear it for ourselves. And sometimes we tell the truth because we just can't help ourselves. And sometimes we tell them because we owe them at least that much. Well done. Thank you. Um, let's do first notes and then we'll yeah. do a shotgun workup. Okay. What's your first note? Christina is hilarious in the elevator. Like, looking at, like, Meredith oh. <laughs> and... And Derek and putting things together, basically. Uh, oh, no. Okay, everyone. <laughs> okay, everyone, hold on. Just got a group text message from Abby's husband, Jake, to me and Abby. And it is a photo of my boyfriend <laughs> sleeping on Abby's couch. <laughs> I feel like Jake... He can, like, he can go, or should Jake just let him sleep on the couch no. for a minute? What are you saying? I said, I said, wake him up. <laughs> okay, we'll maybe post this to Instagram. <laughs> oh, my God. He does this every night we're together. Every single night. It could be five o'clock. Maybe Jake will, this is perfect, because now Jake does this to me, so now I can be like, what, how'd you feel? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you're not interesting enough? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh. He's up, we scream. <laughs> oh, because Ben is there too. Yeah. Um, okay, perfect. So that was your first note. Christina is funny in the elevator. Uh, yeah. Okay. What's Mine it? is Krev is going to fuck this up for George because Krev is in yes. the, starting out hearing all of the interns talk about George and yeah. Okay, I don't know why I wrote this. I wrote OMG Norman. I love him so much, the intern. Do I love him? I hated him this episode. <laughs> but I think for a second, I think at the end. He's the... He's redeeming. He's the grandpa in uh, Gilmore Girls. Oh, I don't watch Gilmore Girls. Oh. But I think, doesn't he have a redeeming storyline? Also, yeah, oh my no. God, we forgot to start with this. I'm just going to say this. We didn't talk about it. We decided that we're going to, like, basically the on-call room is spoilers. We are going to talk about things that have happened in the past and in the future in all of Grey's. Yeah. Just because... It's getting too hard. It's getting too hard. So, anyways, doesn't he have some sort of redeeming... I think he does. I don't really. I don't remember. Remember it is me. Well, no. I think it's something along the lines of like he almost dies. 
Okay. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then like he feels like he was called to yes, be in that situation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. um also, I also said, who wants to have sex in a supply closet? No, thank you. Yeah, that doesn't sound. I want a bed. Yeah, like with red sheets. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> with sexy red sheets. Yep. Um, but before we get it, we should do a shotgun workout. Okay, so we have Connie who is gonna lose her tongue. Maybe. Yeah, I have no tongue, lady. Uh, I have Hunter says a bunch of random shit. Drugs? Question mark. And Charlie, really old guy. Yeah, Charlie Yost. Yeah. Um, I wrote. So the theme is being old. <laughs> <laughs> Neither of us have like many. I have a, like maybe a page and a half of notes. Should we just go about this episode random style? Sure. Like, let's things do that it. stood out to us. Yeah. Okay. So funniest moment ever when Christina talks about Mama wanting her magic necklace back. She call, <laughs> she's saying to Meredith when she's pretend being sad. She's like, I don't know, and and Mama wanting her her magic necklace back. <laughs> and it's so funny. I just think the fact that she said that is just so great. <laughs> um. Who says this? Marriage is hard, but we're dating again. Oh, Chief. Oh, yeah. Which is just to Connie. Like, marriage is hard, but, but, we're, that, but we're, we're dating, dating again. again. Oh, God. It's so awkward. Yeah. Also, Derek says, I'm young, a fetus, a genius, a scholar. Yeah. Which, like, he's also eating, like, ramen when he says yeah, that. Yeah, he just thinks very highly of himself. Um, I guess we could go through the storylines, at least. Okay. Like, that's the easiest way. So, Connie, first of all... I said, what? Oh, terrifying to lose your tongue. Yeah, so that is, like, it's scary because, too, like, she comes in expecting a certain type of surgery. Right. And then it, it, it it's really, okay, well, before I, like, want to actually talk about that part of the storyline, isn't it interesting how, like, George is Meredith's intern mm-hmm. and Meredith always calls on George in the like she never calls on her other interns no <laughs> and then like George I think George still responds the way an intern would respond when she's like am I going to be able to talk and he looks to yeah. his attending which I don't know that if George was a resident he would do that like I feel like Christina would respond like no, I'm sorry. There's like a 90% chance yeah. you're not going to be able yeah. to. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just something about George and his confidence as being an intern. Or right. Maybe he's not allowed to say those things like it actually legally, someone. like, you know. I also thought it was interesting how cryptic Sloan is. Like, mm-hmm. he's just like, uh, yeah, no. Like, he's very slow into it and just like, boom, here it is. But this whole episode, now that you read the monologue, is about the truth. Yeah. So it's like sometimes you have to just break it to people. Um I don't. I thought this thing with her telling her friends that was like, kind of dumb. Like to me, if they say like you might never talk again, and then George is like you should say the things you want to say. Like I feel like those a like you're not gonna be able to talk, but you can still write shit down. Like it's not like you can never communicate to them again. Um, it reminds me of the old guy with the tapes. Yes, I was gonna say spoiler alert because have we seen that one yet? I think I we think- did. Oh, we did with the. I thought we did. I think maybe you're right. Like, where he's like, you fucked me over and, like... That's why I was like, wait, it's the same fucking storyline. Like, for a second, I thought she was going to be really emotional, and then she wasn't. I was like, wait, haven't we seen this before? But And, like, why are people like that? that? I don't know. But I did like that. Like, why are those your last words? I don't know. It's like things you've been holding on to, resentments, I guess. Yeah. Um, I just thought it was cute, though, at the end, like how they came in with balloons. And yeah. were like, eh, fuck you, your boyfriend was smelly. But yeah. also I felt bad for the girl that had bad breath because being told you have bad breath is one of the most mortifying things. Yeah. Because usually you can't smell your own bad breath. Mm-hmm. And, like, if you ever experience someone with bad breath, it's like, ugh. Yeah. So, anyways, I just felt bad for that girl. I probably always have bad breath. More than the 80s hair. No, I've never smelled yours. That's nice. Yeah. I I've been it. flossing a bit more recently. Oh. My gums bleed. Yes, it is. <laughs> so do mine. They always yell at me, and I'm like, whatever. Yeah, like, I'm doing the best I can. <laughs> exactly. At least I haven't lost my tongue. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, obviously that storyline is just about, like, yeah. the truth. Like, telling the truth. Whatever. Well, and George is like, you should do it. And then he sees that it, like, backfired. And so I think that makes him a little nervous. Yeah. Um. Okay, 
Hunter, the guy, the little, the boy who was on drugs, but not that part. I knew it wasn't funny, but I thought it was hilarious when he's like, the pancake. <laughs> I was like, what? You're speaking crazy. Tom. Can you imagine saying that line? No. Uh, and then he's like, oh, what? I thought I was just trying to say I want to go home. Um. Oh, wait. Can we go back to Connie real quick? Yeah. Um. That scene where they're doing surgery, I went, oh, my God, that mouth surgery. It reminds me of getting braces on. Where they oh. have the, like, Oh, mm. I hate that thing. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And also when they're, like, we don't know what yeah. to do next. Yeah, fucking frightening. Like, oh, yeah. What do you think of Derek's fucking speech to them afterwards? Like, you two should have never been in there doing that surgery. If it weren't for me... I don't remember that. I was probably doing something. At the end, they scrub out of that skirt surgery. Surgery. Skirt, skirt. <laughs> <laughs> they, scrub, they scrub out, and they're talking about dating lives like McDreamy and Chief. And Derek is like, you two need to shut up. You should have never been in that surgery. If it weren't for me, like, you were just exploring. You weren't prepared. You didn't know. It was really weird. I'm still... You didn't remember I don't that? remember that, but I think that's really inappropriate. I was hoping to ask you, because I'm sure it is reflecting on something in the storyline, but I couldn't quite grasp on what. Um, That is not okay. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I'm sure one of our listeners in the Facebook group will answer that question. We're going to leave that open-ended. It's a quiz. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. Let's talk about George and Izzy and Callie. Okay. I wrote, wait, now this episode, Izzy wants him to tell her. Yeah. Like, she, last episode, she was, I know she was, like, nervous or whatever, but now she's, like, mad at George because he hasn't told her. Well, because George chose not to tell her. You know what I mean? Like, <coughs> I not feel like. Izzy. Right. right. Whenever it's, George, like, out of her control, she freaks out. Oh, you make a really good point. I'm actually surprised by that point that I just No, made. that's, it's so true. Like, she's like, oh, actually, George, don't tell, I, like, it's, now's not the time, whatever. And then she's, like, waiting for him at the elevator, and he's like, no, no, yeah. don't do yeah. it. And then she, like, freaks out at him, and yeah. he's, like, wants him to tell. And I think that sucks. Yeah. Also, this is the season, I'm just going to say it. This is, like, when I start to think George is attractive. I knew it was coming, <laughs> Yeah. And I knew that my reason, I like, when we first started this, I was like, I don't know. I thought, I guess I thought he no, was. No, he looks good. But, like, these last seasons, and and also when he kind of, like, starts to, like, actually, like, be a little bit more in charge of his own, like, decisions and things, it's a little bit helpful. But, like, that scene when he was like, Ugh! and his shirt he was wearing, <coughs> I don't know. I think George is my type. Not his personality always, but like no, but like he, 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 he looks, looks good. good. I just have to girl talk, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you have a crush on? Do you in this remember episode? that board game? I always wanted it. Dream Phone. Yes, I always. Did you have it? Uh, I had friends that did, and we oh played God, it all the time. I always wanted it. Hey, my name's So So. <laughs> I like to rollerblade. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's so funny. It's very expensive on eBay. It's like five hundred some dollars. Uh, Julie Wrigling has it. We'll have to play it. Yeah. Julie Tomczak. Um, yeah, but uh, basically this is the season that I think that my reason for liking George and being so upset what happens in, in the next season is because this is when I start to like him. Uh, he, well, his hair cut. I think and his, his outfit hair. was good. I know last episode it was not, but this shirt was good yeah. at the end. It was like a patterned short sleeve button down. I'm into it. Yeah. And at the end when Karev fucking shits on his face, he kind of just takes it and I'm so sad. I think I also like sad boys like i'm like oh let me help you yeah and he's like i'm not the guy i don't know correct can't even get one woman and george has two (laughs) (laughs) does anyone agree with me out there i think there are people not good okay that's fine um um um, let's talk about really old guy okay is he unplugged someone again (laughs) (laughs) wait this is this is John's quote from last night about Izzy. She saves a deer, but she can't save really old guy. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah. Um, I <coughs> I um, really like that she's partnered with old guy kind of and that they like that he doesn't just automatically like her. Like he's kind of annoyed by he her. He her blondie and yeah. stop saving my life. A person wants to die. You let them. It's polite. <laughs> Yeah, I love that character. Yeah. And um, also how he was like, I was semi-comatose, not like any like names, all, all the their shit things. 
I also like when he's naming all that, Meredith is smiling. Like, she yeah. just, I think, like, she would get along with really old guy. Yeah. Like, they would have the same, like, dark and twisty moods. Did you feel really sad when he died? Um, I think how he was sitting in the wheelchair in his, like, outfit to leave, that, like, broke my heart a little bit. I, like, my note was, Charlie has his cap on. Like, he had his, like, he was, like, ready to go. Yeah. And he kind of, like, reminds me of, like, my you know, your grandpa. Yeah, and like, yeah. You're like, oh, shit. Like, no, he really was ready to right. go. Right. Like, be done. And he has his, like, outerwear on and he dies. I had literally drew a sad face. So did I. I did <laughs> a sad, like, a sad smiling Yeah, face. it made me sad him sitting in the chair. I kind of wish there had been a little bit more of an emotional, like, music or song. I don't know. It was like, a, wasn't it like, oh, it was quick. Ocean. Yeah. Was it that one? I also wish that? maybe like someone else other than I feel like Izzy didn't <laughs> Izzy didn't really like react as much as I thought she would, but she's got a lot going on. Um Oh, and speaking of Izzy I thought she reacted. I mean yeah. she got like misty eyed and like sat on the bed. But then and she, she had was, like, a fucking speech and she said at crap. His, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I also love when people say crap. Because I say fuck all the time and crap is good. Like, yeah. We know? should bring that one back. Yeah. Oh crap. <laughs> yeah, I used to say that before yeah. I said fuck. Yeah. Um, I also like that Christina cracked the joke about the Elvad to is like, oh, you couldn't find his Elvad wire. That's what she said, and I thought that was funny. I don't remember that. That's funny. <laughs> um, um, I feel like we're like speeding through this. I just really didn't. I don't have like I really don't have that. Well, many notes. okay. Can we talk about for a second when Grace goes too far medically, and I don't want to see someone put something. Oh my god! Behind an eyeball. I said, "Oh god, needle in the eye." <laughs> John had to turn away. He couldn't yeah, watch it. I couldn't either. I wrote literally cannot watch this. Holy fuck! Yeah. How? Wait. So what happened? I think he was draining like fluid from the brain. Was he having an aneurysm? Some, no, because blood. I want to shout out to. Um, I want to shout out to my. Very good friend, Susan, who's in California. And she said, um, <laughs> hold on. So, uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm like scrolling back. Um, finally back on the Grey's Anatomy train. So much sadness. And then we said a lot of different things. And then she said, Bailey's husband is my favorite actor from Heart of Dixie. And then we said some more things. And then she said, watching Grace makes me worry that people have a lot of aneurysms. Yeah, like... Every- I said, they have so many. And she said, literally one after another. And I feel like, was that dude having an aneurysm or something? I don't know. Could have been. I don't know medically if he was or not. But the fluid was not blood that was draining. It was clear. Mm. Oh, was it spinal brain fluid? Something. But that was fucked up, that part. Yeah. I don't need to see that at no. all. That's like when they that ripped that lot. guy's face off. How do you do that, like, on... It's a fake, fake head. Oh, is that what it is? It's just a really <laughs> determined actor who's like, I will do whatever it takes to be this extra. Um, friends come back even... Okay. Oh, okay. I think, I think, like, the biggest part of this episode is maybe the the scene with Meredith and Lexi at the end. When, uh, yes, I feel like, like that's to really me, big. I, but sh- can we talk about something else? Oh, yeah, the sorry. Part then? Or we can talk about no, that first. No, go for it, go for it. I've, two things. Follow up with the Charlie thing. Is he throwing awake? How did you feel about that? Is he what? Throwing awake for Charlie. Oh, um, I thought it was good until Izzy used it as a soapbox to talk about other things. Good, okay. Um, how do you feel about Bailey's teaching moment to Kreb and Norman? Um, mm. She said, we are not hard on them because it's fun. We are hard on them because it's a um, it's, like it's a, a life and death job. Um, and she kind of goes into some more about that. John disagreed. And he was like, I don't agree with that. Like, there's never any excuse to, like, yell at someone. Like, it doesn't work. And he works in a life and death job. I mean, that, but I also think it's personality. Like, I think that Bailey is not one to, like, teach in a really calm way. Um, I think that's a Sydney or an Izzy. Right. Um, I do think in that moment, though, like, Norman literally was in the way. Yeah, And so, like, he definitely needed a stern teaching, whether or not Kreb did it the right way. But I think Bailey was just trying to get across, not so much that, like, 
I mean, she said like he needs to be, some people times you need to be yelled at, but I think it's more like she was like, no, you were right. Like you were like, he did something wrong. You don't need to apologize. And you were correcting it. Yep. And so I thought that was, I really liked that moment because that's like one of the first times that you can really see that they are not interns anymore. They're residents and that Bailey trusts them now more and to trust themselves. So yes, I love that. And like Bailey is giving them more power and like, and empowering them, encouraging them to be, like, in a leadership role. Exactly. Like, have more confidence and, like, know, like, you were interns once. Right. I don't... Follow my lead. Right. I don't understand how Karev can go from being, like, a respected person, whatever, to, like, such a douchebag for him, like, saying the thing about George. Yeah, in the elevator, yeah, I wrote... Which- Fuck you, Alex. Why? Like, there's no... I won't fuck you, Alex. Ugh. Yeah, why? There is no reason for that. Other than that the episode is about sometimes the truth needs to come out. And, like... Yeah. But like, does it need to? Like... In to, that moment? Probably especially, not. No, especially because I've never felt that George <laughs> was using this to his advantage and, like, being cocky about it. Anytime they talk about it, he's like, yeah, mm-hmm. He doesn't even really lean into it. Right. And so, I think... <coughs> I think Karev is just jealous that Lexi, who's hot, is like. You think French. it's about Lexi? Well, he like looks at her and smiles. Like in the beginning, they're next to each other also, and when he hears it, she's like, "No," and he's like, "Wait, what? You know, and you're still friends with George?" And I think weirdly that Karev's ego is hurt. That like she's on George's side and doesn't think it needs to be shared, and Karev is like, "No, fuck this. I'm the hot shot. George is a repeater." So I think that's like part of why he. I don't think he like likes Lexi, but I think he. No, I think that makes sense. It's just dumb. It's, I hate it's, that. It's moment. really shitty. Yeah, like, there's really no reason for that. And it's like kicking someone when they're down. George has already had a hell of a day, and then I just it makes and a me hell sad. of a year. <laughs> yeah, when he like looks up and he's like, "I'm not the guy. Don't look up to like you know." Yeah, like you're right, Alex. I'm not that guy. Like I just thought and it was so sad. then also you think they're friends. Like at what point will they? Why are they not friends yet? Like yeah. what? Does Alex have against George? Is he, maybe? Yeah. And then George yes. said it. He what tells Callie. Oh, yeah. Well, she knows, too. Yeah. She's like, just saying. I love that she's laying on the bed in her clothes and her purse. Do you ever do that? You just... Yeah. <laughs> you just, like, my Patagonia. I just, like, yeah. don't move. Yeah. And she just sits up and she says, say it. Yeah. And he's like... I, I slept with Izzy. Oh. And that's how it ends. Like, But, like, it's like that truth has to come out. Yeah. Which I don't really remember. I think I kind of remember next episode. I feel like she wants to work it out. Oh, yeah. But I I, I haven't started the next one. Yeah. I, I, that's just kind of coming. So. I, I wrote I'm sad for Callie. Like, I had a, not GGBs, but, like, I got a little, like, oh, that would be so hard to hear. Yeah. Like, because even when, you, if you know it, like, actually hearing it. Yes come out of someone's mouth makes it that much more real. I know I hate it, but I I just don't know how I feel about it. It's a very, don't you think now, like, I know at the beginning we were like, oh, this again still, but like, I feel like they've drawn it out realistically now where like. Yeah, no, that, I think that is a lot of time how like affairs happen. Like it's. Right. It's a, not a quick thing. One in, yeah. No, it's like in like coming to this realization and oh my God, I want to be with you. And then like dragging that out and then having to be like honest with the person you cheated on it's a very like it wouldn't be so captivating if so many people haven't experienced it in their life like it is a very human thing that so many people have gone through um you wouldn't write about it in a tv show if it didn't didn't happen all the time yeah yeah no and i like that they do it from a lot of different perspectives too so like i mean even like there's the well, Derek didn't really... Che- well, Addison cheated. There's that. A marriage situation. There's a best friend situation. There's just so many different kinds of cheating. It's yeah. not like just one storyline. And also, I feel like you sometimes empathize with both sides. Yeah, I think they do a really good job of that. Like, right. I feel bad for Callie, but I feel bad for George because his dad died and he shouldn't be in this marriage. And right, like, right. Um, I don't feel bad for Izzy, really. No. Ever. <laughs> Sorry, guys. She's probably still healing, too, in a weird way. No, that's true. I mean, like, Denny died, and, like, she was kind of a shit, like, that was kind of fucked up, but she had trauma, and she had a child when she was 16, and, like, we don't really talk about those things, and I think that, like, they didn't write her character in a way that we would, but, like, she overcame a lot as well, and I think that emotionally... 
she has a lot of baggage as uh-huh. well. So maybe Absolutely. we don't give Izzy as Un- much. As uh, we should. Yeah. Um, I also... Uh, did you hear me? I just like gave gave one to Izzy. <laughs> I know. I was a. I like feel like we should just let it sink in. Yeah. All right. Cool. <laughs> um, okay. I want to talk about the scene with Meredith yeah. and Lexi because I wrote I got GGBs. Okay. So I feel like it's good to just picture like Lexi's an intern, which is a very hard year. Her dad is recently drinking again. We learned that when she says that to George or someone. I forget who. And her mom just died of the hiccups. Mm -hmm. Like, that's a lot of shit happening at once. And she finds out she has a half-sister who won't talk to her. Yeah. And Lexi's, like, a little, like, she's had an innocent life. Like, her parents are together. They, like, were happily married. Mm -hmm. There wasn't a lot of shit that's happened to her yet. This is the first time in her life that I feel like a lot of crap is happening. And so... I don't think Meredith needed to do what she did, but I think that it was a very nice thing. Like, Mm -hmm. her coming down to her level and talking about Susan's death. I also thought it was probably really hard for Meredith to say, but, like, she means it. But, like, to say, like, I was, she says, I was very fond of your mother. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's, like, the most mushy-gushy Meredith will get about something. And I think, like, A, Lexi hearing that and knowing that her mom was, like, appreciated by someone else. And then, B, like the part when she's just going through medically and then it's like a one in a whatever chance. Yeah. It was just really sad. It'd be really sad to hear medically about that. Um, do you think, and I don't mean this in a, like a critiquing way, no. like that, like I'm pulling apart the, the writing, but like, do you think that that was appropriate? Like for her to be going through medical things, like I don't, I don't think it would be wrong because I think if your if your family member dies, you get the right to know how. But I think it's the fact that Meredith did a one on one. Let's like, sit down and hash this like out. This was my case. Ouch. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and almost like I'm sure Lexi was already explained what it was that had happened. Like, right. But I think it was like, hey, do you have questions? Like, let's like talk yeah, this. Yeah. Because I was. Right and because I respect that you're a medical professional as well. And it's almost like a weird way of coping, you know, like going through it. I don't know. I just, when Lexi finally like kind of like, she does that really good silent cry. They're both really good at that. I was like, oh, that sucks. Yeah, no. And I think that is like a step in a direct, I don't know where Meredith and Lexi are going, but like it definitely opens up like a doorway to healing. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And it shows that like Meredith is a lot stronger than like. I think that was probably really hard for Meredith to do. Yeah. Because I think she did care for Susan. And, like, yeah. that was not an easy... That was, like, when she had a fucking, like... That was a bad day for her when that happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just liked that moment. And I I also... These, like, later seasons are ones I've not watched a lot of times. And yeah. so I don't really remember how her and Lexi <laughs> later become... Later season four. I know. How her and Lexi become better friends. Like, I don't know how long you it takes. You don't remember, yeah. I'm also amazed that Lexi came in season four. It seemed so much later in my brain. Yeah. I don't know. But we're also on, like, 15 now. Whereas I feel like we're still kind of stuck in, like... I'm stuck in, like, six or seven. Where yeah. Where, like, that's, like, late Grey's Anatomy when really we're on season <laughs> You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, <coughs> I think it's because when I started watching, season four hadn't come out yet, and I started watching it live. So you had to, like, wait for it. Yeah. And it just seemed like it wait lasted for, a lot. Wait for it. Wait for it. Um, I also wrote, Bailey and I are the same. Group projects are very hard for me. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. Oh, I thought Meredith, like, Lexi got really upset. Like, the reason, like, Meredith came to Lexi and, like, showed her the shit about her mom was, like, uh, Lexi got really upset with Meredith's teaching moment about, like, the person. And I wrote, like, that was a really nice, I thought Meredith did a really nice job teaching. And Meredith was kind of, like, like, he was dead. Like, I have to do this. And, like, you should have done more. And oh, I wonder if that's reflective of, like, with her mom, even. Like, you should yeah. have done more. Yeah, and Meredith was like, I did everything, everything. I could. And, like, gave you <gasps> oh, a learning opportunity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, um, but I was on Meredith's side. I was like, yeah, he was, like, he's been dead in the field. He's dead here. We have to pronounce him dead. What better time to, like, teach, teach you how someone to how to do innovation when, like, he's not going to come back. Right. But I, I... 
agree. And I also thought that was very Bailey-like of her. Like, Bailey yeah. would have done something like that. Um, and I, I, I never thought about that reflecting, like, could yeah. Lexi be... Like, Lexi had to have known Meredith was on her mom's case. Right. Like, so, like, could she be still upset that oh, her I'm mom sure died is. under Meredith's care? Yeah. <gasps> and that's why she's seeking Ooh, That's out even Meredith juicier and, now. Yeah. <clears throat> I like it. I like it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, you know what's a fun thing that my podcast I listen to now? It's going through the Harry Potter books, but at the end of every episode, it picks a MVP of the episode who's oh. their favorite character okay. in the episode. I think this would be a fun thing to do, at least okay. tonight, if not all the time. Um, I We can either agree on one or we can just pick our own. Okay. My two votes would be old, really old guy or Meredith. I was going to do maybe Meredith, but I'd like, I think really old guy. That seems yeah. nice. It's his grand finale. Yeah. Good, good for you, He man. listened to everyone's shit and couldn't tell them to leave his fucking yeah, yeah, room. Like, because leave he was me in peace and quiet, man. <laughs> half comatose. And he kind of died with a teaching moment. He did. So he's the MVP. He's the MVP. Do you want to rate it? Um, Do you have anything well, we else have to say? No, oh, no I will open that up. Da, 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 da. Okay. Notes and trivia. The episode's title originated from the song Let the Truth Sting, originally sung by David Gray, and the episode scored 19 million viewers. Okay. That's it. That's it? Yeah, we don't have any more. Oh, that They're getting like better at not, like, dressing them in the wrong outfits or, like, stuff yeah. like that. Um. So we should rate it? Yeah, I am going to rate it like a six. Yeah, I'm going to rate it like a four. Okay. I didn't really, like, it didn't do that much for me. It didn't do that much for me either, but I didn't hate it, so. I didn't hate it either. Hating it's like one. <laughs> four is like middle of the road for me. And then we them. skip all the other numbers and go right to ten. ten. Always to ten. <laughs> um, do you have anything else you want to say? I don't think so, other than just a reminder to check, uh, email us at theoncallroom at gmail.com if you're interested in a t-shirt or a tank top, and if you are in the Facebook group, you can learn about that there. It's the On Call Room Listener Squad. You must be a $2 patron in order to join. You can do that on patreon.com slash theoncallroom, and thanks for listening. Do you want to call time of death? Yeah, but also I just want to let you know that you should also follow us on Instagram at Ooh. the on call room pod and me at BJ Babs. That's B-J-B-A-B-S. BJ Babs. If you're getting married and you need a wedding photographer, follow Abby, but follow mostly me. follow me. <laughs> Sounds good. You have to search for me. I'm not giving that shit away. Okay. Um, um, time of death. Oh my gosh. Um, <gasps> oh, quick. Uh, 2300. Yeah. 2300. Beep.